You're listening to The Catalyst with Samantha Chris, where we explore the inner workings of embracing the unknown, from ordinary daily habits to extraordinary measures. Get ready, we're about to ignite change and inspire action. Welcome back. Today, I am joined by Victoria Bowman, a leadership coach and breathwork facilitator on a mission to redefine leadership and social change for this new era. As a sought-after coach for leaders and changemakers, Victoria brings a mix of depth, intuitive wisdom, and integrity to her work. In addition to her private practice and group programs, Victoria also leads global breathwork workshops as a co-founder of renowned breathwork movement, The O2 Awakening. Victoria, welcome to the show. Thank you, Samantha. It's so wonderful to be here. I love that you're here because you are a fellow change agent. And one of the things I truly appreciate about your approach is your belief that if we're going to change the world, even on a small scale, we must start with changing ourselves. What are some of the things that you've changed in your life? Who I am such a different person than who I used to be. So the list is really long. I used to be a really shy, um, socially anxious individual that would walk with my head down. I had really low self-esteem and I was a big dreamer, but didn't know how to put that into action. So it was just living a life that felt completely unaligned to me. And today I am a very confident individual that feels really whole in myself. I have brought many of my dreams to life and continue to do so. And I just feel like a very rooted, grounded person. So I could just go on and on with how I have changed as a person, which gets me so excited because that is what allows me to know that all change is possible. Mm, I love that. Can we touch on some of the things that you have achieved you've said that you've there are these goals that you have now reached what are some of those big changes that have allowed you to hit those milestones well the biggest one is just how I wanted to feel every day so I remember I mean this is kind of the a typical story now isn't it like I was working um, in a corporate job and wasn't happy was in a relationship that wasn't fulfilling me um, you know had a couple weeks vacation every year and I remember just looking out the window and being like I want so much more than this I was working in corporate philanthropy at the time and I was like I want to I want to live a life that feels full I want to run my own business I want to actually feel like I'm contributing to change in the world not just pushing paper and I took the steps to make all of that happen so now I run a successful leadership business I actually feel like I am contributing to change through the work that I do with my clients and just how I live my life in accordance with my values and I'm co-founder of the O2 Awakening, which is a massive global breathwork business that's changing lives every day. Um, so just the way I'm living my life and what I've created in my work are the milestones that allow me to just take a deep breath at the end of the day and go, hmm, I'm, I'm doing it how I want to be doing it. I find it really interesting that you said, oh, you know, it's kind of the usual story, but Granted, this story of not being satisfied in the corporate hustle or the nine to five and and yearning for more in your life is a story that we've heard before. But what I think is really unique about your story and certainly worth calling out is the 
intrinsic motivation that you felt called upon to act on because you said, I, I wanted to feel different. I knew that I could feel happier or more successful. And when we talk about setting goals and achieving goals, oftentimes they're extrinsic motivators. They're extrinsic kind of carrots that we're constantly running after, but that wasn't the case for you. That was, it was not the end. Your, your means to the end was your feeling, was your emotion, was for feeling more aligned with your values, which I think is a real takeaway here for when we think about enacting change on a large scale in our life. What does happiness feel like? It's, it's good to identify that before starting to get on the hamster wheel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think it was Jim Carrey that said the quote, I wish everybody could become rich and famous so they could realize that it's not the answer. Mm. And I remember when I was like nailing these, you know, getting promotions in my job and, you know, I had the boyfriend that um, checked all the boxes, you know, he was like really established in his career. And I had all of these things that from the outside I thought would make me happy. And I was still in my early twenties. And I think that's what really pushed me to bring change because I was like, wow, if I continue on this trajectory of just checking these boxes of what society says I need to make me happy and they're already not making me happy, I'm going to live this life of feeling like empty inside, Mm -hmm. never knowing what it could have felt like to actually live my life as Victoria on my terms. That resonates so so deeply. I was on a similar path where I was getting the promotions. I had a great relationship and, and the title and the responsibility and I was traveling the world. And it's not that I felt empty, but I recognized that I was, that I myself was checking boxes, that I was mm. doing things because it's what we're supposed to do. It's the logical next step. And it took me a good while to really come to terms with the fact that a change was needed. And for me, it was a very, very gradual process. Do you think that those changes for you took some time to manifest or are you someone who had this kind of light bulb defining moment and then jumped right in? I definitely did not have one light bulb moment. So what happened for me, and this goes along with what you're talking about in the intrinsic change is that I, I needed to start sorting out my inner world before I could get my outer world to match that. So I couldn't just snap my fingers and being like, oh, I'm going to quit my job and start this business because my inner world was so twisted up in other people's expectations, checking the boxes, putting pressure on myself that I didn't even know why it was there. It had just been um, imprinted in me from the way I was raised. So I started doing a deep dive into my inner world, asking myself big questions. Who am I? What are my values? What do I want in the world? What does bringing change to the world look like for me? Um, What motivates me? All of these questions, I started asking them and I started cleaning out the closet of being like, okay, these are boxes that I've been checking to um, try to get approval from others. These are expectations that society has placed on me that actually don't resonate. And once I started clearing out that inner world, then I could start making tangible decisions for my life that felt good for me, even if other people disagreed with them. So when I 
broke up with my partner, people were like, Ooh, I don't think that's the right thing to do. You might never find somebody again. When I quit my job, people are like, this is an amazing job. What about your pension? When I um, left Canada, people were like, why would you do that? So I really had to do the inner work to get to a point where I could make decisions for myself, even though most people around me were either thinking they were the wrong decision or were frankly making fun of me. Mm, I want to touch on that inner work and its importance because it has clearly been a really, I think, a a journey for you to Mm. go on that has allowed you to tap into what it is you believe you're here to do and the changes that you're here to make. And this topic of change, I mean, it has been at the forefront of everyone's mind since the beginning of 2020. The world is going through some pretty significant shifts right now with a global pandemic, with George Floyd bringing the conversation of racism, systemic racism to the forefront, and how we as a collective, as a global community need to change. It's been a very emotionally charged year and it can be a challenge to cope with everything and feel like we're making a difference while still doing our jobs, while still showing up for our families, while still being present for our communities. And I'm seeing a need before any of that to show up for ourselves, to do that inner work and unplug and realize what is the best way I can add value. And one of the ways you've turned inward and consistently a tool that you use to consistently reflect is breath work. Can you explain what breath work is to those who may be unfamiliar with it? Mm, I would be happy to. And if you haven't heard of breath work before, welcome to the world of breath work. It <laughs> probably will change your life um, for anybody listening. So the style of breath work that I facilitate is conscious connected breathing and specifically the O2 awakening breath work. And what we do with the O2 Awakening breathwork is you breathe consciously and connected in and out through your mouth for a significant period of time, usually about an hour. And this can take you into non-ordinary states of consciousness, just using your breath, no external substances, takes you into non-ordinary states of consciousness that allow you to connect deeply with yourself, understand yourself at a deep level, and clear anything from your subconscious mind, from your emotional body, and from your physical nervous system that's no longer clearing you, or sorry, that's no longer serving you so that you can clear that out deeply so that you can be more of who you're here to be. So that's a gist of what breathwork is. That is so powerful. I have had the privilege of sitting in on one of your workshops and guys, she's not lying when she's saying this will change your life. This is magic and it is magic that we have in our back pockets at all time that costs nothing. That is so powerful. And I would love to get a a, a kind of a sneak peek of what that feels like on this episode. But before we do, I'd like to know through the changes that you've made through the changes now that you are contributing on on a global scale how has breathwork helped you personally to embark on some of those journeys Mm, the most powerful element of breathwork is that it allows you to be your own healer So this old fashioned relationship that we have had to personal development, where we 
always seek somebody wiser to tell us the answer. That is phasing out as we now understand that we have the power inside of ourselves to heal ourselves and um, to answer our own questions. Now, of course, we do need each other. I believe deeply in community and interdependence, um, but not needing other people to give us the answers and tell us who we are. So the most powerful part of bringing breathwork into my journey was to really go inside myself to find the answers and be like, whoa, I know who I am. I know what I stand for. I know what I want to do with my life. I know what I want to say. I know what is okay for me and I know what isn't okay for me. And not needing to go to some sort of wise person or healer to make me feel okay, but actually being able to just find that in myself was extremely profound for me. So the first few breathwork sessions that I had, I would just have a series of visions come into my mind where I just saw myself as I am. It was like clearing away all of the self-doubt, clearing away all of these nasty stories I would tell myself and um, clearing away all of this you know, imposter syndrome. And I could just see myself as I was. It was like, wow, you're actually not that bad, Victoria. You're actually pretty incredible. <laughs> like, let, and then from there, I saw myself just creating all of these um, businesses and with ease. And I was like, great, let's do that. So those were my first few breathwork sessions. And then my breathwork sessions following that were a lot of emotional releases, just releasing a lot of um, suppressed emotions from my childhood. So when I started doing breathwork, I was doing it every week for a few months. My life changed rapidly, Samantha. My life has never changed so rapidly in my life because I suddenly was like, oh, I can charge more money. Like, why have I been undercharging? And I was like, mm -hmm. oh, I can actually hang out with really cool people that I want to hang out with. And I don't have to put up with anything I don't want to anymore. And I can live where I want to live. So within the course of a few months, I had started a new business. I was earning twice the amount of money and I was hanging out with like my soul family and my life just changed significantly in that period from breath work. What an incredible story. And especially to know that this is something we can literally tap into any place, any time, mm -hmm. in any emotional state to help us move through some of those blockages. I think that's mm -hmm. so powerful. Mm -hmm. How are you seeing the impact on the leaders that you're working with as a leadership coach? Is this something that you bring into working with them? Absolutely. I don't work with anybody anymore if we're not doing breath work. If we're going to do coaching, we're doing breath work as well. Wow. Um, so yeah, definitely. I work with all of my clients using breath work and coaching. How has that helped from, from a leadership perspective to grow into, um, into a role that can really enact more change? Oh, so it's really fascinating because one thing that breathwork helps us to do is to connect to our subconscious mind. So science shows us that about 90 to 95% of how we're showing up every day is actually programmed from our subconscious mind, not our conscious mind. And so while a lot of leaders have really great intentions of the change they want to be leading and how they want to be showing up in the world, very often how they're actually showing up is coming from unhealed pain inside of themselves, very often from their childhood. And this was definitely the case for myself. So for example, somebody might come to me and be like, hey, I am a leader and I wanna be you know, stepping up my game in such and such area. 
but for some reason I just can't seem to do it. And then we go inside, we do breath work and we find that some of their motives have been needing to be seen. They were never seen as a kid. So then the work that they're doing in their leadership is actually them just trying to be seen rather than them actually being able to lead. Mm. Or for some people, it's um, a need to be right. You know, if they were never validated when they were younger, then they can get into this, I need to be right kind of um, preaching and teaching in their work rather than being actually able to invite people into their leadership or a need to prove ourselves or just a really low self-confidence. So with breathwork, we go into the client's world. We understand what unhealed pain is still in there. We help them clear that. And then they can show up fully as a leader in their work that's able to be visionary rather than reactionary. Ooh, goosebumps. Mm -hmm. I love it. I can speak firsthand to this process, I had the pleasure of going through the full hour-long experience, and I honestly didn't know what to expect. I didn't know much about breathwork going in. I was actually a little bit nervous because I'm asthmatic, and anything to do with inhaling or exhaling for long periods of time, I generally try to avoid, and really just um, went in with an open mind thinking, you know, it's, it's not going to be dangerous. It's not going to be anything to fear. It's just your breath. If you get scared. If you can't breathe, you could just start breathing normally. And I remember as I was starting feeling like the back of my throat was dry. Okay. This is a bit uncomfortable, but it's, it's no reason to stop. And it didn't take long before I completely let go of the physical sensations and slipped into a deeper state of mind that really brought me to a place that I honestly can say I have never been before. So we got to experience it with a room full of people, which was in and of itself a really fascinating experience because we get to see the range of emotion. And I remember it feeling almost like an out-of-body experience because I was very much in my own head, in my own soul, going through what I was going through, but then still hearing the moans and the groans and the cries and the laughter from other people in the room. And some were getting up and stomping and I would feel the ground kind of shaking from underneath me. I was laying down and the, the energy of the room was, I think it actually really contributed to the experience because even though I was not focused on their, what they were going through and their emotional state, it definitely took me into, I think, a deeper state of reflection where it's like, oof, what places are they going to that I now should explore? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's funny when people come to our Ocho Awakening workshops and they think it's going to be like a quiet, calm meditation. <laughs> and we're like, oh no, you are going to experience the full range of human expression right now. Um, thank you for sharing that experience, Samantha. That's that's beautiful. I remember you coming up to me after the workshop and and telling me about it, but I just love hearing you recount it again. Yeah, it was honestly something that I will never, ever forget. And I left feeling so grateful. That was really the emotion that I hung on to and explored on a much deeper level is that it just, for me, that one hour kind of dipping my toe in experiment really surfaced that I've had such incredible support. I've had so many incredible people 
and in my life. And those people have been so willing to allow me to find my own path, which I'm, I'm just so grateful for. I know it's not the case for a lot of people. And it was just one face after another coming up and they were all smiling and I felt so loved and I felt so embodied by their belief in me. And it has really encouraged me when I do feel overwhelmed, when I do feel curious, when I do feel afraid of what steps are ahead to put some of those practices to use and really explore at the core, like, who am I? Because I always kind of come back to that sense of gratefulness and belief. And it really allows me to feel confident in my next steps. Mm, So powerful. I'm over here with just the biggest smile on my face hearing you describe that. And it just reignites my enthusiasm for breathwork. Because imagine if everybody around the world was taking themselves into that deeply connected space on a regular basis. Imagine how different the world would be. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's actually mind blowing because there's nothing that's impossible. There's so much to explore about ourselves, even like in our conscious state of being, we've just scratched the surface. And if we can tap into that more and recognize the impact that we can have, the importance that our voice has, the importance that our actions have, and how we can use that for good. Like that's, that's literally game changing. It is. And when I hear you say like, there's nothing that's not possible. I, I love that we can back that up with a practice like breath work. Mm-hmm. I love when people come to me, they're like, Hey, Victoria, could, could this breath work thing um, work on my self-esteem? Could it help me with my creativity? Could it help? There is nothing that somebody couldn't bring to the table where I couldn't confidently say, yep, we can help you shift that. We can help you heal that. You are an actual limitless being. Oof. Okay, so we don't have to be in the one-hour workshop to benefit from breathwork. You and your team at the O2 Awakening have started the O2 Daily Practice, which is kind of a bite-sized cheat sheet, if you will, to kind of tap into this quickly, efficiently. Can you explain to us how that works? Mm, Yep, so the O2 Daily is a five minute practice that can connect you into your inner world. And we've designed it to be bite-sized so that people can use it every single day. So when we were designing it, we were like, all right, if we make this 10 minutes long, people are already going to be able to find an excuse why they don't have 10 minutes in their day. Mm -hmm. We were like, if we make this a five minute practice, there is, there are very few excuses that people could come up with to not be able to take five minutes of the day to do this. So we've designed it to be used every single day. It can be really powerful if you do come to one of our one hour journeys. This can be um, a top up that you use to reconnect you in every single day. And even if you haven't been to the O2 Awakening full one hour experience, you can use this to start to connect into yourself and start to connect into the power of breath work. Amazing. Would you be willing to guide us through the O2 daily practice? Let's do it. So just a little heads up. If anybody is listening to this right now while driving a car 
operating machinery or doing anything where you wouldn't want to close your eyes and drop into a space where you're no longer aware of your outside world, please do not do this practice right now. You can maybe just pause this episode and come back and do it later. But otherwise, if you're sitting down or lying down somewhere comfortable where you have five minutes to yourself, then please join me as I guide you through the O2 daily. Woo, let's do it. Okay, so you can, if you want to be energized by this, you can do it sitting up. And if you want to be relaxed by this, you can do it lying down. And you're going to be breathing in and out through your mouth with a connected breath. So what I mean by connected breath is that there's not going to be a pause between your inhale and your exhale. So usually on a daily basis when we're breathing, we take an inhale, then we have a slight pause at the top. And then we exhale and we have a slight pause at the bottom and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. That's how we breathe. But with this practice, we're removing the pause between the inhale and the exhale so that your breath just becomes like a wheel that's going around and around without pause. So it sounds something like this. Everybody's connected breath sounds differently because you have your own beautiful set of lungs. You do want it to feel like it's a deep, full breath so that you feel a little bit of a stretch on your inhale. And you want your inhale and your exhale to be even. So it's not like a, it's just an even, nice, full inhale and exhale. So what the O2 daily practice is, is we're going to take 10 connected inhales and exhales. So one is two. We're going to take 10 of those. On your 10th exhale, you're going to exhale all the way and hold for 10 seconds, holding your breath. And then you're going to take 20 connected breaths. And on your 20th exhale, you're going to exhale all the way and hold for 20 seconds. And then you're going to take 30 conscious connected breaths. And on your 30th exhale, you're going to hold for as long as you comfortably can. And then when you feel like you want to breathe again, you can just inhale, breathe whatever feels natural to you in through your nose or your mouth. And keeping your eyes closed, you're going to ask, what does my inner guidance want me to know right now? Because with this breath work, you are connecting into your own intuition. So when you ask that question, it's like opening a door just to see if any inner wisdom or intuition wants to come through. So I will guide us through that right now. So we're going to start with our 10 connected breaths. One, two, three four, seven, full, deep, even breaths, nine, ten, inhaling all the way, exhaling and holding at the bottom of your exhale for ten seconds, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, and we're gonna go for 20 connected breaths now. Three, four, five, eight, nine, 
And if you feel some tingling sensations in your body or a little bit of lightheadedness, just know that it's completely safe for you to be feeling this. Just continue to breathe and experience the sensations. 13, 14, 18, 19, and 20. Big inhale, exhaling all the way and holding here for 20 seconds. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. And now we're going to go for 30 connected breaths. Don't be shy to really go for it and really welcome in any physical sensations. You might have emotions coming up. You might have guidance coming through already. As you breathe, just welcome it all in and know it's safe for you to breathe deeply. Three, four, five. Six, seven, that's it, welcoming the energy of oxygen into your body. Fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, you're doing great, nineteen. You can trust your breath. You can trust yourself. 24, 25, 28, 29, and one last big inhale, 30, inhaling all the way, and then exhaling all the way at the bottom of your 30th exhale, and holding here for as long as you comfortably can. Just being with everything that you're feeling right now. Enjoying this feeling of connection to yourself. And you might feel like you want to keep holding. If it does feel right to breathe again, whenever that is, you can breathe naturally, however feels right for you, and ask yourself the question, what does my inner guidance want me to know right now? What does my inner guidance want me to know right now? And just sit with that question for a few moments. You might feel guidance come through. You might have absolute crickets. There's no right or wrong. Just sit with yourself here. And whenever feels right, you can open your eyes and come to the present moment. And whatever came through for you there, you can write it down or you can just set an intention to bring that through into your day, whatever that might look like. So that is the O2 daily practice. Whew, I am shaking. <laughs> 
I like I so I did it with you and it's so funny because I've done this before and I remember vividly the feeling of those first few breaths in feeling like oh gosh I can't do this like for 20 more breaths this is I, I almost felt like a sense of panic and overwhelm that I really needed to breathe and come the end of the practice when you said you know you can continue to hold if you feel that you can I didn't feel the sensation that I needed to breathe right away. I didn't feel any panic. I didn't feel any overwhelm. And I felt so serene. Mm. And the reason I love this so much is because we can start every day that way. Mm -hmm. So rather than starting our days feeling um, overwhelmed or um, scattered, if we start our day from this place of inner calm and being anchored in ourself, it changes the entire trajectory of that day, the decisions we make, how we show up in our work, which then changes the trajectory of that week, that month, and then our whole lives. So I do this every single morning and I encourage everybody listening to try it out as well. There is a free guide that you can download on our website if you want, theotoawakening.com, if you want to just have that guide in front of you to get used to doing it. It is so powerful. And what I particularly love about it personally is that it anchors me to my purpose. Mm -hmm. And I am someone who can be really quick to act. I want to keep the ball moving. I want to keep the conversation moving. And it can be easy for me to be busy for the sake of being busy and do things that don't necessarily feel misaligned, but I can't say with absolute confidence that they are completely aligned. And this is such a good exercise because when you ask yourself that question of what's coming through right now, there is, there is no doubt what your purpose is. And if there's nothing coming through the way that I've interpreted it is that more listening is needed. Mm -hmm. So true. More listening, more pausing, more stillness. And stillness is not wasted time stillness is not wasted space I know that in the hustle mentality I was certainly taught that and it took so many years to flush that out of my system but you are so right more listening is needed and one way that this has been uh, a game changer in my leadership is exactly as you described in that now I show up every day in my work from that sense of purpose not from the task oriented to-do list oriented mind so rather than being like okay this is just what I have to get done today I'm showing up to every single call being like wonderful I know exactly why I'm on earth right now and I'm so excited for this next thing in front of me because I can see exactly how it's leading to my purpose which completely changes my energy and how I do every bit of my work I can imagine and it probably changes some of the things you choose to work on as well mm-hmm mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, oh, that's not leading to my purpose. I was just doing that to please somebody else. Cool. Don't need to do that. Right. Yeah. This is so wonderful. Thank you so much for guiding us through that. Guys, I can't stress this enough. If you have an opportunity to experience the full workshop, the O2 Awakening is typically, maybe not during the pandemic, but otherwise travels across the globe. So there is surely a city that is um, probably not too far from you that you can join. And in the event they can't make one of the workshops, where can people go to learn more about working with you as a leadership coach or in any other capacity? 
Mm, so if you would like to tap into my work as a leadership coach, I'm most active on Instagram. You can find me at Victoria underscore Bauman. And then if you're particularly wanting to experience the Oath Awakening breathwork, as you said, we do travel around the world. We go on tours around the world to bring this to major cities across the globe. Um, but we got such an influx of requests for us to put this online for people that couldn't make it to the cities that we are going to. So you can now experience our one hour breathwork journey online in the comfort of your own home. And you can find that at the o2awakeningcourse.com. That is so exciting. Way to pivot. (laughs) (laughs) It was necessary. It was necessary, which makes us so excited as well because we're like, you know, our mission is to get this in the hands of as many people as possible, because as you said, it's like this life changing tool that people can have in their back pockets. So being able to uh, create this experience online is just so fulfilling and exciting for us. That's wonderful. I do encourage you guys, if even if you're not looking for a leadership coach or to explore breathwork on a deeper level, but you are looking to tap into evolving as a better, stronger, more impactful leader, please follow Victoria on Instagram. The content she gives away is incredible. It's going to encourage you to dig deep. It's going to encourage you to reflect it. And it's going to, without doubt, make you a better leader in just what you'll find for free on Instagram. So do yourselves a favor, give her a follow. And if there's any information on which she's sharing that has moved the needle on your personal journey, I'm sure she'd love to hear it. I would. I always love to have conversations with epic humans online and via Instagram. So certainly shout me out if you want to connect in that way. Sounds great. I'll be sure to link to those in the show notes. Victoria, thank you so much for spending some time with us today, sharing your expertise. Selfishly, I was really looking forward to that that five (laughs) minutes and going through that again. It is a really magical experience and it is always such a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you so much for having me on here, Samantha. I so respect the integrity that you bring to your work. I respect how you serve your people so much. So it's been an absolute pleasure to be on here and chat with you today. Thank you. Friends, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Catalyst with Samantha Chris. If you like what you heard, be sure to leave us a review and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next time, I hope you're feeling a little more equipped to lean into the unknown and take inspired action. Thank you.